Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Monday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. Theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico with you. Hello, Rico. Killer. Welcome back. It's been far too long. It's been about a week. I have missed you and Thank everybody. You. Thank you. I am being honest. I am not lying. It's been about a week and you will not be here tomorrow or the rest of the week. Yes. So it's it's a <laughs> come back it's for one off. Come back for one day and then leave for another week. Yeah. And then some, right? Uh cuz so Wednesday you're in Columbus. So for anybody that doesn't know, which first off, how dare you? Traveling with the Supernovas. Mm-hmm. Been on a nice little road trip. 2-0 on the road trip and won their first game back on a nice three-game winning streak. Uh, another road trip coming up. We head to Columbus tomorrow okay. to face the Fury and Asia O'Neill and familiar face Caitlin Horde. Uh, and then after that, we'll head down to Orlando where they play a match on Sunday. Okay. Who they just played Orlando. Playing, yep. The playing Valkyries. Again. The Valkyries. Uh, shout out to Jill Gill. Uh, and then we'll come back that Monday. Okay. We'll be here for about a day, maybe a day and a half, something like that. So I'll come back. I'll do the show. Okay. You'll do the show on Monday. Yeah. Tuesday. 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 Okay. And then I believe we leave Wednesday. Nice. Uh, where we go down to Atlanta to face the vibe, uh, the Atlanta vibe, the only other team aside from Las Vegas to beat Omaha in the first game, losses. first match of the year. Yep. In five sets who uh, they just lost to Grand Rapids in five. I did see that who Omaha beat in four up in Grand Rapids. Um, and then we'll come back and then we'll be home for a while. Perfect. Wait, that's a lie. After that, we're off for about a week. Then we go back down to Orlando. A lot, of, a lot of traveling for Rico. Then we'll come back, and then we're home for a while. There you go. We'll see what happens. But Rico won't be around very often. But he's going to be here for today. I know uh, you all miss me. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and the Starter Heyman text line are open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 961. Now, 
I want to get right into this because, and I think Jay is somewhere around here. He's going to join us here in a couple of minutes. But Rico, Rick Patino went off on St. John's last night. Rick Patino, obviously the former head coach of Louisville, right? Uh, former head coach of Louisville, went to Iona where he ended up having a pretty good pretty good stretch, right? Made the NCAA at, tournament a couple of times. At Iona. Um, and obviously, hold on, let me pull up his, his record for everybody here. So he this is his 36th year of coaching. He started coaching. Do you have any clue where Rick Patino started his head coaching career back in 1975? I feel like I should know this. Like, is this something like I should know this, right? It is not landlocked. It is surrounded by water. Hawaii? Hawaii. I didn't know. I guess Rick, I should have known that. Rick Patino coached six games at Hawaii in 1975-76. Um, and he went two and four. In his in his six games as the head coach for Hawaii, here. only six games. Then he goes to Boston University, good old BU, from seventy eight to eighty three. Uh, he was what's their mascot? I want to say Terriers, but I feel like I'm wrong. Hold on, it is the Terriers. <laughs> nice work, Rico. Nice work. Then goes to Providence, then Kentucky, and then his longest stretch was for Louisville from one to twenty seventeen. Then he's out of the game for about two and a half, three years. 2020, he gets hired at Iona. He's at Iona for three years, takes the Iona Gales, I want to say. Didn't he yes, go to the, Italy? The Iona Gales. In that stretch where he wasn't coaching college, I'm pretty sure he was in Italy coaching a professional team. It's not listed on here, but nonetheless, Whatever. potentially. Iona Gales, he goes 64 and 22 with the Gales in three seasons. He said he wasn't going to leave. I remember that. He they, did. People kept asking him about taking he, other jobs. He goes, I'm not, I'm, this is where I'm going to retire. I'm retiring at Iona. He took them to the NCAA tournament two out of the three years. Or excuse me, three out of the three years. Mm-hmm. Took them to the NCAA tournament. Uh, he was also a th- two-time, because obviously the first season was with COVID, two-time conference tournament champion in the MAAC. Now, he leaves Iona after last season, where mm-hmm. he was regular season champion, conference tournament champion, and NCAA tournament appearance with Iona after going 27-8 and eight with the Gales in 2022. They were a popular upset pick in they the tournament. They were. I remember that. They were. Now, with St. John's, he is 14-12 and 12 in the Big East. Obviously, the Big East, one of the better school, one of the better basketball conferences, the best basketball conference mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the country. But... Last night, St. John's played Seton Hall, and they were up 39-21 to 21 yesterday, up by, nine, or excuse me, up by 18 points. Mm-hmm. At one time, I think they were up by uh, 19, but Seton Hall ends up coming back and winning on the road at St. John's 68-62. to 62. Seton Hall, who is seventeen and nine now in the in the overall, under a first year head coach, outscored St. John's thirty nine to twenty one in the second half. Woof. Um. So, in this press conference, Rick Pitino went off on his on his roster, and we don't, we only unfortunately, um, we don't we don't have the whole entire press conference. But one thing to keep in mind while you're listening to all this is that don't forget who Rick Pitino hired 
as the men's basketball general manager GM. for St. John's to look over to oversee all NIL activities. Former Husker assistant Matt Abdelmasi is a member of St. John's coaching staff. Isn't that his alma mater? It is his alma mater. There you go. Because that's where Nebraska where took him from. from. Yeah. yeah, they took Abdelmasi away from St. John's originally, came to Nebraska, now goes back, back to St. John's. Here is Rick Patino. It's about 90 seconds long of Rick Patino going off on his team. And we have more quotes than just this. After they, they lose, after having a, an 18-point lead at one point, they lose by 6, 68-62 to Seton Hall at home last night. Here's what Rick Patino had to say. The okay. Adobe's not on. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's okay. Say it one more time. Here's what Rick Pitino had to say after their six-point loss to Seton Hall. We just lack toughness. We just don't move our feet on defense. Look, they, they shot 37 free throws. Throw out the stats. You see it every game, the amount of free throws they shoot and the amount of free throws we shoot. Look at what Naheem shot on the year. Look at what uh, Chris Ledlam shot on the year. I mean, you're a power forward. You play 29 minutes without a free throw. Uh, that means you're not offensive rebounding, not getting to the line. So it's it's really the, all the toughness things of why we give up leads. We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. And really it's not about losing. Because even in winning, winning when we watch the film, I see unathletic plays. I, I see people that don't handle the ball, that's just interested in taking quick shots. So it's been a disappointing year. If you had to do it over again, would you have attacked your first offseason differently? I had no choice. We just could take who we could get, who was available. We had no choice. Um, I don't think we were going to win the first year anyway because when you rush like that and you don't see the players and you just uh, – not not a whole lot we can do. But it's um, – I think I've enjoyed even, – even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we – lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. Look, I'm disappointed. I don't want to say the wrong things, but I'm really disappointed in my team. Uh, he doesn't want to say the wrong things, but this is another quote that he had. Patino, uh, go ahead. I don't, want to go say ahead. The, I don't want to say the wrong things after everything he just said. So, so he says, I don't want to say the wrong things. Earlier, later in the press conference, and, and unfortunately, there's no audio of this. They must have scrubbed oh, they got the entire thing from the internet. They got rid of it. Because you cannot find the live stream of the press conference. St. John's found R- some money, and we're like, yeah. get this off the internet. R- Rick Patino said this, quote, look, Joel is slow laterally. He's not fast on the court. Chris Ledlam is slow laterally. Sean Conway is slow laterally. Brady is physically weak. Drissa is slow laterally as well. Um, he said, after I spent the summer with them, I knew it was going to be a difficult year. I knew it. I'm hoping that we could finish over 500 for the season. Um, he says, quote, it's not the job. You could be at Missouri and recruit slow players. Believe me, it's not St. John's. We had to put together a team at the last second. We will never, ever do that again. Do we have bleep facilities? Yeah, we do. But we're doing something about that. Um so I don't to, know if you can he, say we for he, very he much then, longer. He then says, to be honest with you, I'm just getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown can definitely beat us. So Rick between Rick Patino, St. John's, by the way, 14 and 12 this season under Rick Patino. Um they 
they lose AJ Store. AJ Store, Husker fans will know him from Wisconsin. AJ Store was at St. John's last year. That's a guy that uh, Rick Pitino would probably would have rather kept uh, not than, slow laterally. Than, than move on from uh, last year. They also have quite a few seniors on this team. There's five, six seniors on this St. John's team for um, for for Rick Pitino. Physically you weak. also you also have it to where how about this? There are four guys that average double figures. There are four guys on this roster that average double figures for Rick Pitino. Joel Soriano, Soriano, who we told or we heard was slow laterally. Mm-hmm. Denise Jenkins, who we heard that was slow laterally, averages 14.5 points per game. Uh, Chris Ledlam averages 10.4. He's slow laterally. Brady, ooh, Brady. Is he the physically weak one? Brady's just a freshman at six foot seven. He's physically weak. He's physically weak. weak. He's six foot seven. He's a freshman. He's six seven, one ninety. <laughs> physically weak. That is, an, that is insanely skinny. He's, well, I would say get in the weight room, but you have bleep facilities. Yeah, you got bleep facilities, so you know we can't we can't win. But okay, what, what I did want to make in, in correlation to this, and by the way, four six four five six eight five. In correlation to this, does him saying, "Hey, we had to throw something together at the last second, not feel like what Nebraska experienced in year one of Fred Hoiberg? Now, now Fred Hoiberg and Nebraska that seven and twenty five season. They went two and eighteen in the Big Ten Conference. It wasn't. It's not that bad at St. John's. I would say. I'm sure Nebraska fans even throwing it together we, at the last second. We have been 14, 12. Yeah, fourteen and twelve at this point <laughs> in the season. We're like, dude, this is a, this is a and, decent season. And I guarantee you that Fred would not have come out and been like, "Hey, that was the most unenjoyable experience in my life." That quote is wild. He's, I've enjoyed. I enjoyed every second of my time as the head coach of the Boston Celtics, except for the time was we were losing. I mean, we lost a lot, but I enjoyed my time there. This has been the most <laughs> unenjoyable <laughs> experience of my life. If you're a player in the locker room, and that's what we need Jay to come in here for, like, how do you react to hearing your coach a <laughs> say those things if you're one of those players, and b say that this is the most unenjoyable time of his life, dude? It's, like, how do you... Na- yeah, Georgetown's going to beat you because your players don't want to play yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying again, they do, but I, if I just, heard that, I would feel some type of way. So, so, and, and this is, like, a good point here. So, not only the players in the locker room, but also, like, what about guys you're recruiting? If you're... <clears throat> excuse me. If you're getting recruited by Rick Patino and St. John's here right now, and you hear him say this about multiple players, quote, look... Joel's slow laterally. He's not fast on the court. Chris is slow laterally. Sean Conway's slow laterally. Brady is physically weak. Dresa is slow laterally. If you're a high school player thinking about, hey, you know what? Maybe I want to go play college basketball, and I have multiple options, and St. John's is one of them. You're true. I, I get that Rick Pitino has success, mm-hmm. but we talk all the time in collegiate athletics about how relationships are now turning into being king over anything else yes, in collegiate athletics. You want to go play for that? I actually don't think that does that much damage on the recruiting front than, than you think because as a freshman who potentially would be going to St. John's, you hear that, and maybe you think, okay, I'm not slow laterally. I have a chance of playing well, um, I, immediately it's, it's, as it's a freshman. That, it's that thought but of like is, Nebraska where it's like, I'm going to go put Nebraska yeah, back on the map. But it is. You don't have to put St. John's on the map. They've been on the map. Um, but except for this year when they you know have a winning record, but their coach is just annoyed with everything apparently. But 
aside from, you know, he's calling out his players, and we just had somebody on the text line kind of say, I'd rather have a coach tell the truth than coach speak his way through a bad season. There is a point where you can tell the truth without throwing, what, five of your players oh, under hey, the bus? Hey, and then and then calling it the most, most unenjoyable. Hold on, can you play the start of that quote again? Because the best part yeah. is he just starts out hot with, we are just not athletic or not tough. Just the whole thing? Yes. Okay. We just lack toughness. We just don't move our feet on defense. Look, they, they shot 37 free throws. Throw out the stats. You see it every game, the amount of free throws they shoot and the amount of free throws we shoot. But then it's like this ending part. I well, no, well, sure no. so get... there's, there's a part in there where he's just like, you're, we're just non-athletic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Look at what Naheem shot on the year. Look at what uh, Chris Ledlam shot on the year. I mean, you're a power forward. You play 29 minutes without a free throw. Uh, that means you're not offensive rebounding, not getting to the line. So it's it's really the, all the toughness things of why we give up leads. We are so non-athletic. That's it. That's it. That's rough right there. And then I believe it's like right here. Since I've been coaching. You have any second thoughts of oh, no. taking this job? No, not at all. I missed it. It's like right here. I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we... Lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. That's rough. since 1975. That's rough. Out of all the seasons you've been coaching, this is the most unenjoyable experience he's <laughs> it's crazy. ever had. I, that part is what is what would turn turn me off as a recruit. Like you're just you're just not having a good time right now. Like I. I don't know how many, you know, more players you can bring in to make this more enjoyable. Yeah, winning is enjoyable, but you're over 500. You're two games over 500. So, you've so won more than you've lost this season and you're still cool. just just a just a grumpy old man. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out. I don't think Rick Patino while being a head coach he has had okay, so very what, losing few, record. Very few losing records yeah. here. He had the losing record in six games with Hawaii back in 75, so don't count that. He had a one game, one losing record in 1980 where he at Boston University went 13 and 14. Then he went 14 and 14 in his first year at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And since then, barring scrapping the, the vacated wins at Louisville, mm-hmm. right? Scrapping those, we don't count. He he won those games. I don't care. What he you has say. never had a losing season. I mean, you still don't. So since since he was five hundred and eighty nine in nineteen eighty nine, he was five hundred at fourteen and fourteen. So if you want to go back, he has not had a actual losing season since nineteen eighty eighty one with Boston University when when they went thirteen and fourteen. But this is the most unenjoyable. I mean, that's incredible. That is just incredible. Let's get to break. We might get Jay Foreman's thoughts into the in here. We also want to dive into Husker athletics as uh, plenty of stuff to discuss. Husker men's basketball, Husker women's basketball. I also want to get back to this thought of like 2019. How What was it feeling? Because Nebraska had to throw a, a roster together on that part. Yeah. We'll dive into that, all that more coming up on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.